All right, welcome back to Three Boys in a Pod, episode 9. Almost episode 10, but not quite. This episode, we're going to be talking about um, Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode 2. We're going to be talking about Sean loudly eating a peanut butter cup while I'm trying to record the intro. We're going <laughs> to be I talking ruin it? about... Did I ruin it? <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. We're going to be um, talking about... Maybe some Godzilla and Kong, and of course some listener questions. So along, we actually ago, have them this time. Yeah, we posted. Oh, Sean, I should say, posted um, on our Instagram a uh, listener questions, and we actually got some responses, and then we forgot about it. But I it's kinda, been. I, I, Go ahead, Sean. I kind of just assumed that we wouldn't get any responses after we didn't get responses for a while. So, but yeah. you came through. I never should have doubted. Exactly. You're loyal fans, and now we've resurfaced those questions out of our archives, and we're ready to go. You guys had some good responses, so we're kind of excited. Oh, um, and possibly, uh, how would you survive? That's up in the air, though. Yeah, we're trying to survive. Uh, what? <laughs> we're trying yeah. to decide how would how we would survive. So it's still up in the air. What an intro! I mean, I you said you were good at them, but wow, I think we just knocked that out of the park. I don't know if um, it gets any oh. better. We got Thank Sean you. chewing ASMR. Like that is that's just about as good as it gets. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did say Winter Soldier and Falcon on accident instead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, though. We can just start talking about it right now. It was a good episode. Again, uh, like, do you want to? Yeah, do you want to start with that? Might as well. All right. I um, object. We should start with listener questions. Oh, oh, uh, what do I hear? Over- Overruled. Overruled yeah. is what I hear. You know, I got to speak my truth. And my <laughs> okay, truth Sean. is, okay. I think we've been, we've been pushing like the Marvel stuff pretty hard lately. And I don't well, know if our audience is a Marvel we'll... audience all the time, you know? I guess, but it's kind of a staple now. Is this for the audience or is this for us? Like, I feel like that's a distinction. It's need for to the audience, Dave. Wink. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm I'm personally ready to talk about Winter Soldier, if you are, Ethan, and then we outvote Sean. I mean, we're going to talk about it at some point, so we might as well, right? I think it's bold of us to assume that we'll stay on this script that we've set first. I think it's bold of you to assume we won't, Sean. Well, we never stay on the script. Unless it was the animal <laughs> debate episode, usually there's true. some tangent about air hogs or nerf or something. That, we stayed on the script then because the script was debate about animals, you know? <laughs> That's not too hard to mess up. <laughs> I personally thought it was a good episode. I that was one it. of our best, I think, just because we were so passionate about what we were talking about. I was talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'm trying to transition away so Sean can't take it All right, over. Yeah, and try and go into in Falcon direction. and the Winter Soldier. First opinions of the episode? I like how we got to see more of U.S. Agent. I and at the what I really liked is like they tried to like humanize him at the start. Like he seemed like really like this down home like American kid. Yeah. Um, like the Kenny Chesney song. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like later on throughout the episode, like you see him become more of an asshole. Like oh. Dave swear of the pot. No. Oh. Okay. Damn well, it. we no, have to get all yeah. that out oh, now. My. <laughs> oh, bleep it. Bad. You can't respond to your, <laughs> react to your swear of the pod with more swears. That's not how it works. I didn't. I didn't mean to. That was. That was not intentional. Regardless, 
I I liked how they like like started him off in like this place of like relatability, and then just get to see him like totally throw the, the wind throughout the rest of the episode. Well, what do you guys think about him? Because I thought I don't know, like everybody I know, or, like everybody I watch it with, it really hates on him, but. He's trying his best, all right? He's no yeah. Steve Rogers, and he's he doesn't have the super soldier serum. Like, he's not the same, but he got assigned to this role. He basically said that in the locker room when he was getting ready, and now it's his job, and people are just hating on him for it. And I kind of feel bad. I kind of feel for the guy. He hasn't really done anything wrong, per se, either, exactly. other than, like, like you said, it's not his choice to get the shield. But, you know, just seeing him with that helmet on, there's just, like... I don't know if it's his jawline or something. It's like, you are not Chris Evans. You need to get out of my sight immediately. But No, he is. I feel like they picked the actor I'm... on purpose for that. And I think they try and make him look goofy by, like, sticking his ears way out of the, the hat. But, I mean, I don't know. I think they're trying to set it up for you to hate this guy. And eventually, we're going to like him. No, but I think they're the building thing, him up to be the villain. I really think so. Really? You know, because they've just, he, I think he's starting out, he's like done nothing wrong and like Captain, uh, Captain Falcon now, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they're just being so mean to him until he like pulls like a buddy from Incredibles and becomes like Sinestro or whatever, you know? You know oh, what I'm saying? I guess, yeah. I, a or buddy not Sinestro would be good. syndrome, sorry. Sinestro. What is Sinestro? What is that? He's, a, he's the Green Lantern villain. He's the yellow oh, really? lantern, yeah. I feel like I didn't even know that. That was just very yeah, somewhere. That was a deep comic poll. Yeah. Nice. But, okay, like, we've talked about, like, he didn't want the shield. Like, he didn't, like, it's, he's just forced, the mantle was forced upon him. Like, and yeah, he's, like, trained all his life to do this. But, like, he's so smug about it to Falcon. Like, he is not, he is not handling this with grace, which is what really does it for me. Like, I don't think he's going to be the villain eventually like i don't i don't think that's where this is going but i just he doesn't he's doesn't he, he doesn't have class that's what i mean to say he does he's not classy about it the same way chris evans was well i mean the whole point is like you're never gonna get another chris evans like you're never gonna get the original steve rogers back and i think that they're trying to they're kind of playing with that like as a theme but he i feel like he has tried to handle it He's not the best, but at some points he's been like, listen, Bucky and Falcon, I know that like this is hard for you because blah, 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 and like you probably feel like you should deserve this mantle more than me, but I have it now, so can we at least work together? I feel like I remember him saying something along those lines when they were in that car. Yeah, well, I just, I don't, I don't like how, I don't, uh, like, I, they're doing a good job, like, I don't. I don't like what he's doing and that's the whole point right like you're you're supposed to feel uncomfortable there's supposed to be like some level of uncanny valley with this but like i just i'm interested to see if they will make him like the big bad because zemo's coming back that was the other big reveal at the end of this episode was Z- which makes me so hyped i'm so ready for that but like i just don't know what they're doing quite yet i wonder um, if he will become superpowered because i don't know he doesn't really he doesn't at the moment have a superhero aesthetic. So I wonder if he'll like pick that up, you know, like get the powers, become massively jacked. I wonder if that's an arc they'll take him on or not. Okay, I think the 
he's going to like somehow break away. They're going to connect with the power broker. Like they're going to cut a deal with a power broker. He's going to get powers. And then he's going to crush like the plague stoppers or whatever, whatever their names are. Like, I, I think it's going to be an arc like that because they are making like the flag smashers like sympathetic too. You got the, was that, is the lead um, lady of the flag stompers, is she, she was in Rogue One, wasn't she? No, no she in, was in Solo. Yeah, she Solo. Solo, sorry. Yeah. Something's Nest, like Orphan's Nest or something in Solo. She was pretty cool. Um, she kicked that. Uh, no. <laughs> Can't keep doing this, Dave. Your is your mic a little? Something's going on with your mic. Yeah, it's. I'd like for all the listeners out there. Um, is is it wrong with my mic, or is it the air conditioning that's in my room that runs twenty four seven, even if I turn up the heat to like eighty? It's the like air, air conditioning. conditioning sounds like it jump jumpy. We just need. I think I'm I'm the only one mic. without audio problems. So. Yeah, how well, do you do it, Sean? Well, let's Show hang our hat ways. on that. Um, well, first I have uh, no Apple products at work here. Okay, oh, shut shot up. at Never Tim mind. Cook. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> Closing thoughts on um, Winter Soldier? Something's going on with like the Super Soldiers. Like you said, they made a bunch more of them, but like obviously it was on the American side too because you had that old guy who yeah, Sam Isaiah. knew. Yeah, I think actually Bucky him. knew him because Bucky fought him. Oh yeah, sorry. He seemed to not have a very fun life. And then, yeah, I don't know. I have a problem with the flag smashers, mainly because you really can't smash a flag. It's kind of, it's like, it's usually cloth. You can't really smash cloth. <laughs> unless you want me to, That's like, your problem with them? The flag pole. It's not, yeah, as, it's my... not at all in philosophy. It's all... Yeah, Tom, yeah. when did you get this funny? Like, when did you develop this sense of comedy? Uh well, and also, like, when that dude was like, don't worry, I'll stall this flag smasher or whatever. No, I am the flag smasher. I'll stall <laughs> the power broker or whatever. He basically just, like, stood there and didn't he, like, run at them and just get shot to death? He like absorbed the hailfire bullets, yeah. Like, so quickly, like, <laughs> well, so fast. Like, he, pulled, he pulled down the, the electrical pole first. Let's give him credit for that. Couldn't yeah, he could have done that there? and then jumped on the airplane and, like, saved them as much time. Like. I did think that was kind of weird when he did that and then, you know, stayed. But Oh, I was also going to say, like, this is just, this is kind of reminding me of the plot of, like, Iron Man 3, where you had, like, all these people, like, kind of acting as terrorists because they were all given these, like, superpowers and stuff like that. Like, everyone they ended up fighting was, like, super strong and had that, like, lava powers or whatever like that. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of, we're we're treading on old ground where it's like, oh, wow, all of them have superpowers. And they're giving each other superpowers and whatnot. Yeah, it just seems like we've been, been here before a little bit. But maybe exploring the old implications of super soldiers with, like, Isaiah and stuff, maybe they'll take it to a new place. Prove me wrong, Marvel. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say that actor who everybody's like really (laughs) hating because he's replacing Chris Evans or whatnot, his first audition ever was for the role of Captain America, a role which he obviously did not get. Wow. Well, that's, that's actually, yeah, kind of cool that they called him back then. They were like, you are a terrible Captain America. And then they, they needed agent whatever, what 
what's the name u.s agent yeah yeah they were like we need someone who everyone is gonna hate as captain america and they're like i know just the guy (laughs) so um do we want to go into listener questions now oh uh, we we certainly can um unless there's any more to say i i'm pretty much covered on on that topic Okay, okay. First first listener question. Um, Grace asks, if you were in, in an accident and had to have a leg amputated and also had a chef who was your friend who was willing to cook your leg, would you try your own leg meat? Yes, I would try my leg. 100%. Uh, it's there. Why not? And yeah, anyone who says they aren't just a little bit curious about how humans taste is lying. It, it, it's always there. You kind of want to know. You know, I read in a book somewhere that um, humans taste like pork. That's all I need to know. I, I don't really... I don't know. It's not... I guess there's no part of me that wants to lose a leg and then eat it. But pork is tasty. Pork is good. But I'll like, eat pork. Yeah, but it's not quite pork. Like... It's really a forbidden thing. Like you can, you're never going to get another shot at eating human. Yeah, but I don't want prion disease. I Tell that to Army Hammer. Oh gosh! Oh, <laughs> and we finally brought up Army. Oh yeah, uh, this in. this is the Army Hammer pod. <laughs> <laughs> we finally did it. Okay, well, my opinion is like I, I guess I am curious at the end, like what human would taste like in a small like a small part of me but at the same time that's like my leg i've like walked around and that thing i put a lot of miles running onto that leg it served me pretty well i think it would be pretty emotional like seeing it detach from my body as now i'm like an amputee for the rest of my life and i don't think like eating it necessarily would really help me recuperate so I gotta say no to the eating my own leg question. Yeah, how traumatic. How traumatic an experience would that be? (laughs) But it wouldn't be a leg-shaped meal, right? Like, your your chef friend isn't mean to you. Like, it would would look... I don't know what it would look like. I don't really know where the meat is, where it would come from. I'm not not a good cook, so... But, like, I assume it would look vaguely steak-ish, right? Probably not. It, what would it look like? Imagine like a giant. Imagine like a bear drumstick. That's what it would be like. If it's still a bone, the answer is no. I assumed it was like separate, like garnished with things. Well, you like could remove mushrooms. it, but it wouldn't be like cut like a steak, because that like a steak comes from like rib area or behind. Really? So. All right. So uh, we got. A tentative no, an absolute no, and a a yes from Dave. So the answer, uh, would we risk it for the brisket, the human brisket that is? No, we would not. No. (laughs) Solid pun. That one was really good, Sean. Thank you. That one was really good. All right. We got another one? We want another one? Yeah. Lay it on us. Hans, Hans asks, describe your closest near-death experiences. I feel like we should go non-car related because, oh, no, yeah. car related are too good. <laughs> like, but Dave, do not describe the instance I know we're both thinking of. <laughs> that No, we're not bringing that up. 
Okay, Dave, okay, I got Dave, it. Dave, you it. have a one. You start Okay, then. so, okay, me and this unnamed friend. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stopping that let's, right there. Let's, let's call him, let's call him Lon, okay? Just, 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 because whatever. No. So, me, me and Lon are, Shut, um, I'm pulling the plug, No. We're not telling the story. <laughs> not at all. Can, can we at least leave this bit in? Like, we won't tell the story. But can I'll we leave, leave the, the lawn in, because that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. It's a good story. <laughs> it's a good story on your end, because you were just sitting back on your phone the whole time, not helping me at all. Golly. Now that's the only near-death experience I can think of. I don't know. Do you guys have any? Um, I've wiped out on my skateboard a few times pretty bad. Um, one time I was going down a hill on my longboard, and I, uh, knelt down, you know, as as you do when you're doing a cool corner. But I hadn't done that very many times, and this was a steeper hill, and so I got some wobble on my board, and normally on my longboard, longboards are really easy to control, because they're so big, so that's not a big problem when I'm standing up, but in, like, the squatted down position on my board, I was like, uh, I don't know what to do about this. And then the wobble just got worse. And I like flew off the front, like halfway down the hill. Um, but I luckily had been wearing my wrist guards as a safe skater would do. Safety um, first, man. That's <laughs> what skating's all about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my wrist guards basically make it so your wrists like they lock your wrist so you can't they can't break and then also there's like a plastic kind of pad on your palm so like if you were to be super cool and like drag a hand while you were um, skateboarding to like do a sharp corner that it wouldn't rip up your palm so my palms went out in front of me I basically it, supermaned. It's and almost as if they're made to guard your wrists. You almost, know? yeah. Um, and that John, that I'm plastic. Tell our story, if you're gonna be that sassy, <laughs> I, will, I will tell our story. That yeah. plastic bit that is supposed to be like for cool drifting saved me because it like took basically all the sliding impact of me down this hill. Um, so luckily, even though I was going real fast, I came away with a ripped sweatshirt. And an elbow, like, road rash, I guess. But other than that, I was pretty safe. And then I had major, like, adrenaline afterwards. Because, you know, it was like, my body was like, wow, we almost just died. So as you do, I had to call Sean and be like, hey, Sean. (laughs) And I was like, hey, Ethan. Almost just died. Well, tell me what happened after that. Who did you see go by after that? Oh, yeah. And then this guy went down the hill after me. On a normal skateboard, like, not a longboard, like, small wheel skateboard. Which, like, when you're going down a hill, that can be hard to control those things. And this guy was a pro. He didn't have any pads on. He didn't... He stood up the whole time, which is probably why he survived. But he made it all the way down, like a savage, right in front of me, just to rub it in. You know, you're at, you're at different points in your skateboard journey. Like, I guess, yeah. It's not about measuring yourself against him, but it's about making that 1% uh, improvement every day. Exactly, you know? exactly. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel like the most like uncomfortable I've been and like wished I had to was the night we went to Denny's after the day. But... 
but that doesn't necessarily qualify as a near-death experience. Um, driving back at 3 a.m., that, that <laughs> there was probably some danger element to that. Can we can we talk about what happened before that, though? No, yeah, that's where I'm going with this. Okay. okay so, <laughs> our senior year at homecoming, and a bunch of us guys were like, all right, like, after... After this dance is over, after we're done busting moves out there, killing it on the dance floor, like, let's go to Denny's. And the dance ends at, like, midnight. So that's about when we head out. And I decided I was going to drive. And we also had, like, another friend um, who was driving. And so we hop in the car, and it was it was me, it was you, Ethan, right? And then Sean and someone else, too. No, I was in the other car. Oh, you I were in the other in, car? Yeah, I wasn't in your oh, car. Oh, Blake was in my car. Blake, Blake was there. Um, and oh, Blake and Zach. Blake and Zach were the other two people in the car. Um, and so we take off, and there's two ways to get to the Denny's that we were at. Um, the, our other friend took one way, and then I took what I thought would be the most direct way. So we're cruising, and we're probably like five minutes out from the school. And I'm realizing as we're driving, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, do I have my brights on? And so I like went to check, and on my car it's weird. Uh, so the brights, the brights aren't super intuitive, and I accidentally shut my lights off all wet. And there was another car like right in front of us, and I was like, "Would it be weird for me to like turn on my brights all the way again?" Like as this car here, like no, I'm just gonna ride it out. Like it's fine. It'll be like once the car goes past me, goes down the highway, and we keep going on. We're heading to Denny's. It's gonna be awesome. And then. A minute later, I'm like, that's suspicious. Like, I don't remember there being a car that close behind me. And then probably 30 seconds later, the headlights turn on and like the police, the police lights, everything. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, And I've never been pulled over before here. So I'm like, this is awful. Like, this is atrocious. And I didn't think that I was speeding. Like, I was pretty confident in that. So I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Like, do they think I'm a murderer? Like, am I wanted for some crime in another state? Like, <laughs> I like I how that's the first person? thing. Yeah, that's the first thing you think of. Am I a murderer? <laughs> that's I was I was concerned. Who did I accidentally kill? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in another state. It's oddly specific. <laughs> yeah, that cut that. Cut all of that. You can't don't put, don't put any of that in the bot. <laughs> no, um, and so I pull over to the side, and like. Two two cops come over on either side of the car, and they're like, "Hi, like, what are you guys doing?" And we're like, "Going to Denny's." And it it should be noted, I'll I'll expose myself here. I was not uh, like a smooth operator throughout this ordeal. Um, I'm was... sorry, I'm sorry, officer. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm driving, I'm driving, and I messed with the lights the other day, and the lights they're just so weird, and sometimes they, uh, they just turn off. And I was just trying to uh, figure out the bright. He was nervous. Cut him a break. Cut him a break. (laughs) No, that's that's fairly accurate. The story gets stupider. So they're like, license and registration, please. And I'm like, alrighty. And I look, and I realize I left my license at school. So I was driving without a license this whole time. So now, instead of, you know, not really committing a crime, I am actually committing a crime. Um, And so I'm like, shoot, like, I forgot it at school. And they're like, that's not good. And I'm like, I'm I'm aware. Um, and so they, we talk and like they go back in the car for like 
it felt like 25 minutes. And in this period of time, I see my parents' car go by. And, like, you know what my car looks like because it has a bumper sticker on it. So I'm like, shoot, like, this looks so bad. And where we are, no service at all. So, like, I can't contact anyone, which is awful. Um, And so they come back and they're like, hey, like, it's fine. We'll let you off with a warning. Like, go grab your license. And we're like, okay, like, thank God that's all over. But but this story's not done yet because the other friend who was driving also got pulled over that night, also didn't get a ticket, and we ended up at Denny's at, like, the same time. So really, honestly, everything happens for a reason. I think that's the mantra of this story. Well, <laughs> a quick note. Dave is actually really lucky he got pulled over at night because he has, like, the deepest tint window you have ever seen. Like, his whole car you can't see into so, I don't know. They didn't even say a single thing about that, didn't they? No, not at all. And, like, I, I got <laughs> this car used, so I didn't, like, put the tint on it. And they offered to take it off, but it looks too cool to do too that. Too cool. So, like, just been, it does look I've pretty been driving cool. around. It looks awesome. So, yeah, I did luck out there. Because there was one of our classmates who put tint on his truck and then, like, two days later got pulled over. So, like, it happens. Like, people get pulled over and fined for it. For so sure. I've just been locked out for like a year and a half. Yeah. Well, um, I can tell the story of the other uh, vehicle. So we um, got caught in a, basically a speed trap on the way. We had never driven this way before. It was like a, a quick change from like 55 to 35 or 25. And we, we just didn't see it coming and it was dark. We didn't see the sign. Um, we were probably talking, so the driver was probably a little distracted. Uh, not a big deal, but there was a cop, so we got pulled over. But the funny part is when he he was really good about like grabbing his insurance and his his like registration before the cop even got to the window. He had it ready to hand over, but he goes to hand it over, and so he's got the insurance, but he had accidentally grabbed from the wrong sleeve of his wallet in his like panic. So he instead of giving the officer his ID instead gave him a credit card. And the officer was like, what do you want me to do with this? Like, you bribing me? And he was like, no, 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 I swear. <laughs> the dumbest bribe of all time. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he, my American Express. Yeah, so then he's, he switched it out with the, the license and everything was fine. Uh, the driver handled it, handled it really well. We didn't even get a ticket because I think they knew that we had just never been in that area before. But I thought it was just pretty funny. I think the, the cop also got a kick out of it. At some point, maybe we'll release the photo of me at Denny's after this deal has gone down. It's one of the most cursed images ever. I look, I look distraught. Well, then we were driving back, and I feel like I had been awake for like... 23 hours at that point you or something. actually like, had, I, we counted it it was 23 i'm pretty sure yeah it was pretty i don't remember why because it was homecoming why? week we had so much to do during homecoming week in oh school. yeah i got up at like six or something and then ended up like going to bed at like five which is just about 24 hours right yeah yeah uh, yeah um but then <laughs> we were like crashing and we were all sleeping in the back of dave's car and dave like put fleet foxes on of all music choices which is too dang soothing and like (laughs) uh, 
granola vibes and like weren't you about to fall asleep on the way back Dave? Uh, um i had to once we got back to the school to drop you guys off at your cars i had to run two laps around the parking lot because i wasn't sure if i could get back <laughs> like i was we were, we were at the point where we were like am i sleeping in my car tonight type of thing yeah yeah um, that whole i that whole night was just awful like that was like it was so fun but like the amount of tired and like other emotions that i felt that night not it that was just it was it was a lot was that senior year or junior year like i can't remember here i think it was uh, actually i don't know because we i think we did it twice didn't we or it was, was it only no, the once but senior year because then after a, after winter formal we also went to oh events. yeah 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 wow yeah yeah that's ages ago Jeez. Yeah. right it that's feels crazy. like two to three years we ago. never all right. Well, you know, think a little more. I guess I did have one kind of near-death experience while I was not driving. Not that I've had many of those. Never, never. So I was. I biked to school. I I live pretty close to the school. Um. So I was I was biking to school when I was in middle school one day, and I was like coming off the sidewalk, and it was like a busy intersection. But I am a adolescent on a bike, and it's usually pretty clear when I show up. Everybody like stops and lets me go because. You don't want to be the, the the guy to truck the kid or whatever. Yeah, nobody to wants to be for... that guy. No, nah, <laughs> nobody likes that guy. Um, but apparently someone had not had enough coffee this morning or whatever. So I just kind of uh, spin my way into the intersection. And then, oh, what do I know? It's kind of like a, a T intersection. And I'm kind of going parallel with the, the road that like keeps going. So I'm going straight. And the car, which I do not think use their turn signal is uh turning right and coming at me and turning right in front of me and i realize they're not stopping so i like slam on the brakes as hard as i can kind of skid to a stop and i, I mean i say i get got hit by the car but you, pretty much i hit the car i just kind of t-bone <laughs> them and like the speed like my own front wheel like kind of bends and like gets twisted out of alignment there and this is just happening right in front of the middle school. There are like buses around, tons of cars, all filled with like kids and parents. So like, <laughs> I like just I like walk forward and then like park my bike at the bike rack, which is just like twenty feet away. Twist my handlebars until my like wheel is straight again. And I like look over, and the car has like pulled up a little farther down the road. And like this is very like midwestern polite or whatnot. And I was just like, yeah, I don't really want to deal with them they're probably fine i just let them drive away after nearly killing me and then i was like hmm i want to forget this ever happened to me <laughs> so i just walk into class and like i think i told like hans came up to me and yeah i remember you i told, told like, me. a couple of people yeah but i told a couple of people and hans was the... in the bus at the time and yeah. he like saw it happen the story that you i remember hearing from you was like I kind of got hit by a car this morning. I was like, what? Really? You okay? And then you were like, yeah, they just kind of like screwed up my handlebars and then I fixed it quick. Like, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it wasn't a big deal, you know? Yeah. The car was fine. I was fine. Yeah. I'm not pressing charges. But then I guess some somebody had to get in the mix <laughs> and call the police or whatnot. Because then, like, they make an all call when I'm in first hour. I was like, anyone who biked to school, please come down to the office. And I was like, hmm, 
what are the odds? Maybe somebody was just, I don't That's know, selling suspicious. weed from a bike in front of the school this morning or, or something like that. But no, they were they're looking for me and there was a cop there and I had to like write a like account for the police of the incident and like it was it was pretty traumatic. I did not like that one bit. That was that was way worse than any like screwed up the handlebars or anything like that because I I am not good around that. I'm very afraid of their authority. So <laughs> I don't know. Like I guess it, it is technically law that when I got to the intersection, I should have like stepped off my bike and like looked around and like waited and stuff like that. But like I've done it a million times and like come on, I'm I totally had the right away. But you know. Well, no charges were pressed. Yeah. They never found that, like, I think it was a silver Hyundai, I want to say. So maybe to our uh, to our hometown <laughs> listeners, if you hit me on my bike one day, or maybe your parent did, I know, like, ill will or anything, no hard feelings. But it, maybe it'd be cool to know who, who nearly killed me. That might be yeah, fun. The, literally, the funniest thing about this whole experience, though, was not Sean's reaction, because Sean's reaction was super chill. But it was the reaction of our classmates that, like, hadn't even seen the event that were, like, so shook. Like, I... Didn't one of our classmates cry about it? (laughs) Wow, I went... Like, I should have recognized that at the time. It makes me feel pretty good. People care about my well-being a little bit. But, dang, I was pretty cool not to just... Not to care at all. I mean, I (laughs) guess that's the risk I take every time I step on those pedals. Hit the open road, but... It's all worth it for the freedom I find. I, you were the original built different, Sean. Like, that was That's you. True. you. You came to class, got hit by a car, and said, nah, I'm built different. And then decided not to tell anyone. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. I think that's just me not wanting to cause a ruckus or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, somehow it was my fault. <laughs> well, I, I kind of hope someone hears this and knows who it was. Cause that would be funny. All right, do we have more listener questions Wait. or are we moving on? I think um, that's th- all of the listener questions we have time for for today. All right. We'll come back to the others if, if yours have not been listed. So, everybody knows Godzilla vs. Kong dropped. We're recording this on the day it dropped, so today. So, what are our we predictions? Haven't we haven't seen it yet. Bruh. I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, obviously I'm Team Godzilla. Godzilla will win. Like, wow. It's funny to say Team... It's funny to say Team Monkey... But like it's not it's not gonna be King Kong. Always root for the underdog. The under the like the main guy never wins. But he should. Godzilla should win. Like he But he won't. It's got a freaking But he's got a tail. He's got the nuclear breath. I'm sorry, like how do you how does Godzilla I mean how does uh, King does Kong he, with his fist? But he ain't him? got hair. Does he have opposable <laughs> thumbs? I don't yeah. think so. Has he been training he on an island for years, specifically fighting reptiles? No. Like, before we really get into this, Godzilla vs. Kong has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think that's really impressive for the Dude, kind yeah. of movie that it is. The mon- that is really good. The MonsterVerse is better than the DC Universe at this moment. Well, you gotta consider, surprising. that's like uh, just after like the initial press release or whatever. It's probably gonna go down from there. I doubt it, Sean. You know I'm going to give it 100% when <laughs> yeah, Kong wins. Yeah, your audience review, not yeah. when Kong can wins. I, can I read one of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes? 
Um, sure. Godzilla vs. Kong is defiantly anti-intellectual, bullying entertainment engineered for inoffensiveness. Wow. Was that a real... I, was that a review? Yes, that's an I actual I can't tell if that's positive here. or negative. He gave it a 1.5 out of 4. Oh, wh- wow. That's pretty... I like things that are defiantly anti-intellectual. I'm all for that. That is I, such a... For that. that is such like a snob thing to say anti-intellectual what a nerd what a nerd come on yeah exactly (laughs) screw you rod tomatoes guy yeah fun let us just watch giant monsters fight each other yeah just we've been through a a year we've been through a year-long pandemic we deserve yeah king kong win we we want the monkey to win for the boys. No, not for everyone. For, for everyone. E- for humanity. Everyone deserves it. But how can you say Kong would win? In a fair fight, how can you how say can Kong you would How can you say he would lose? He's got two fists. He doesn't have He's anything other than fists. He's got feet? Wait. He's like, He's imagine got... the strength of Donkey Kong, but like make him uh, bigger than Donkey Kong. Yeah. You're Try really to wrap gonna... your brain around that, Dave. You're really going to stand a bald lizard versus a hairy ape? Like, what? <laughs> yes, because the reptile can shoot laser beams. Let me just say, I like that we're, cannot do anything. I like that we're focusing on the hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big... Hair, hair wins over bear skin any day. Oh, yeah, what if, what if Godzilla gets cold? Oh! No, yeah, then he has the to lay in the sun. He's not warm-blooded. He's cold-blooded. I'm, Such a waste of energy for him. You know how long it probably kinda, takes for the sun to warm up his body? Way too long. I say in either case here, the real loser is humanity because, like, that's true. Even if Kong is fighting to defend people in this situation, I I don't think it'll turn out well for any like city they're battling in. Definitely not. Well, I don't know the last the last Godzilla movie really sets up Godzilla as a good guy and Kong doesn't really set up um, King Kong as a bad guy. So they're really both good guys. So, I don't know. I They're going to team up. We know they're going to team up. After Kong kicks Godzilla's butt. But then they're going to team up. <laughs> to Probably, fight what? How many other kaiju are out there? Dude, an infinite amount. How do you think they're going <laughs> yeah, to continue this coming. franchise? Yeah. Um, Didn't they already use like Mothma and stuff? Yeah, like... Mothma's dead in this universe. And King Jiordia, which is I don't think sad, he'd know he didn't die. I thought King are you sure? But I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh no. He might be, he's either gonna be the villain or a mecha version of him or Godzilla. We're gonna get a mecha something. This universe is so fun. Like it's it's obviously very stupid, but it is so much fun. Like Kong Skull Island fantastic. That movie Dude, yeah. is so good. Definitely. The whole idea of, like, Skull Island is just pretty cool. And John C. Riley, awesome in that. Like, it's such a, like it works in all the ways that, like, DC never could. Exactly. Superman? No. King Kong. Yeah, you're 100%. The DCEU was just too sad. I'm sorry. Speaking of all this, like, we're on the comic book train. We might as well stay here. Did you guys watch the Suicide Squad trailer? Yes. I did. Holy um, hell. Uh, Dave, Amazing. Dave, we've been we've been here before. We gotta take this with no. a grain of salt. 
<laughs> no, are you excited? I, I didn't think it looked amazing. It looks fantastic. It you, looks like one of the best movies. You're just a sucker for James Gunn. You see James Gunn's name, and you're already in. Uka chaka, uka uka uka. Because he directed two fantastic Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and now he gets to make an R-rated version of that. Essentially, what is there not to love? I'm sorry. Thank you, Sean. Hey, I think hey, my mic hey. isn't good enough for this. I think. <laughs> I think uh, the characters just are not going to be as good. Also, he casted John Cena. We know he looks John good in Cena it. is a bad actor. No matter no, how good really his costume good this, looks, he's he looks gonna so be a bad actor. Well, that's isn't he, that the point? The, They've the got trailer. like a a huge cast, so they can just like kill off a bunch of them. Like I hope the so. Posters have like a captions that say "Don't get too attached." Like you know who I'm you excited to see? Good. King Shark. What? I'm so hyped. Oh, King oh. dude, dude, you know who voices him? Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester right? Stallone. Okay, well, I had a fun tidbit, but thanks for ruining it. It is <laughs> You're Sylvester. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you, um, we still don't know who Taika Waititi's vo- voicing in it. Oh, I didn't know like, he was in it. Maybe yeah, he'll he, be the villain. The, people think he's voicing Starro. That's that's what the hypothesis is right now. The giant starfish kaiju thing. Yeah, which looks oh. so great. Does How does it look stand, so great? Though? It bounces, Sean. <laughs> on its feet, on its starfish it ha- limbs. It's got like two points. Have you tried balancing a have starfish? Tried? On... Have Sean, what? I have, You're I really have, gonna ask me if I've legs. tried balancing a starfish? <laughs> no, like no. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, you've ever had a dried out starfish before? I have. Kind of decorative, like what? try balancing that on two. Things. How cool of you! To own yeah. a dried-out starfish? The animal activists are going to come after you now, Yeah, wow. Oh, no. Jeez. You don't then condone you, that. You have worked... You cannot tell me about animal whatever. <laughs> you work on a beef farm. Hey, it's, you, it's organic beef. You befriend... <laughs> that's, they still kill it. <laughs> you befriend and raise cows, and then you say goodbye and send them off to be butchered. Starfish thing is much more egregious. Yeah, that yeah. Is, that is 100% oh. worse. At least I celebrate the animal. Yeah. What are you, you doing with it? You just play with it. You try yeah. and balance it on two feet? What wow. is this? No, like, I put it up on the wall first. You hang it on the wall? held it oh in my, my hand. I know it would not balance well on two points. Oh my goodness. So your well, point's invalid then because yeah. you haven't tried it. Either you're an animal, either you hate starfish, or you've never balanced it on two feet, Sean. Pick a riddle, side. riddle me this too, Sean. Like a normal starfish is squishy. You're forgetting about the squish factor. Like, like when you put a starfish and it tries to stand, its legs aren't going to be straight like bone, you know, with like a, a nub on the end. They're going to conform to the ground. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I'm sorry, but everything you've said is so invalid. Yeah, it has how such terrible. Its being. body is just like one plane, and it doesn't have like a third leg creating kind of like a tripod to balance on. Like it has no stability. Excuse in, me, like, Sean. One where's direction. your third leg? Like you're also one plane. I mean, I have my arms like they can <laughs> nice. easily shift and nice. balance. You know. Well, so does and the I'm starfish. Not that big. The oh, starfish no. has two arms that oh, it can my. move and balance. You see it in the trailer. I just don't see it happening, okay? Well, okay, well it's you obviously happening. didn't watch the trailer then, yeah, because it yeah, happens in I that. Mean, 
Uh, well, There's no okay. ifs, ands, or buts. It's happening, Sean. Exactly. With looks or without you. Silly. Can he pull up the video? I need to see this again. <laughs> but regardless, the whole thing looks awesome. Like, the trailer looks great. King Shark looks fun. I like Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Like, it's just awesome. Wait, it's awesome in so every way. Did they get rid of Bloodshot? Deadshot? Deadshot, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's like so, a soft reboot. Yeah, so... Because I, I didn't know if Idris Elba was, like, just reprising that character or if he has his own. So who is Bloodsport? He's a different one, yeah. Who is that? Um, I think another mercenary. I so think that's same, really same type of deal? Pretty much. Okay. Um, which I'm okay with. Like, I, like, I'm treating this like a completely new movie, and I think that's what James Gunn wants us to do. Like, I think he just wants us to be, like, the Suicide Squad. Like, this is it. This is the one we meant to make. So that's what I'm do- here for. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be as good without Enchantress. <laughs> Shut up. The best Shut villain of all time. The best villain of all time. <laughs> Diablo and like Killer Croc. Oh my. That I thought Diablo was, was a good character. I didn't that like movie Croc. Was awful. What did he turn into at the end? That made no sense. Like That was so awesome. That was like my favorite part of the movie. It was made it was not set up well at all. Like nothing okay. in that movie connected. For some context, like freshman year like we and a bunch of friends like this is back when you couldn't drive or anything like the movie theater was like like another town away like we all had different schedules we like worked so hard because we thought suicide squad was going to be the best movie ever like we all went on to see it we coordinated so well like it took week like a week to figure it out and we all saw suicide squad like right before school started at the same time and it really, it was very disappointing. And I feel like it that really ruined superhero movies forever. Oh, come on. Wasn't that bad. Cast was bad. I'd still Cast give it a 4 out of 10. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Stellar, stellar. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that a total miss. That means you miss. give it an F. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Percentage yeah. Was. <laughs> Not a 0. Yeah. Okay. A 2 out of 5. A 2 out of 5. <laughs> you can't bad, just man. change the denominator. <laughs> <laughs> it just the plot was so well, the plot was incoherent and then it revolved around like a sky laser which like every movie that came out like 2016 involved a sky laser you know you're like, right so just, did so did man of steel also sky laser and teenage mutant ninja turtles oh my goodness i didn't watch that it was good <laughs> wait the first one or the it second was good one? the first it wasn't good did you? Yeah, you no. just probably like Megan Fox in there, didn't you? What? Where did that come from? <laughs> you that said it was good. Unnecessary. <laughs> unnecessary. It had some elements to it that really worked. Had, had were working for it. Yeah. You know what, Sean? You know what? <laughs> uh, she was. She. I'll, I'll say this. She was not the highlight of the Transformers franchise. Okay. No, that was like, Shia LaBeouf in Shia the second LaBeouf. one, like speaking gibberish. <laughs> oh, it all comes full circle. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. It all comes oh, full circle. Oh, oh my gosh. Totally. I've got to go to work, but you guys, you guys close it out. I've like set you up so perfectly. I just need you to like hammer that spike right down onto the spike ball net and earn a perfect point for your team. Best of 21, where it's 20 to 19. Just close it out, okay? I even gave you a spike ball ad right there. Spike ball. Spike it. That's the ad. Okay, I gotta go, guys. Good luck. Sean was trying to close it out there with 
um, a reference to this one Shia LaBeouf video that we watched obsessively in eighth grade. To the um, point where we had it memorized. Pretty much. Like, I could still probably do a fair bit of it right now. Um, and if you haven't looked it up, um, uh, you can search up, like, Shia LaBeouf's song on YouTube, and it'll probably show up. And there's, like, paper mache heads and a lot of weird stuff, and there's, like, a full choir and, like, an orchestra. It's done really well. But, yeah, so I guess I guess that's how we decided to wrap up this episode. For this that's Three Boys in a Pod, now Two Boys, signing off.